pretty cool. All right. Talks on God with my friend, David. Good day, David. Good day. I'd like to talk. You notice I'm wearing white today instead of black. I just figure I better not freak people out by wearing black. You're going to, you're going to switch, switch to the other side? No, no. Just wearing white. (laughs) Not a, not service to self, but you're trying to trick us by distracting us with white clothing. No, nothing, nothing too, too symbolic here. Uh, well, if that's white too, I think that you maybe should use some bleach. It kind of looks uh, well, beige. Still looking a little dingy. <laughs> it's okay. I accept you. All right. Um, your your teacher talked about the five human values. Do you remember telling me that? Oh yeah. I'm surprised you remember. I I remember all kinds of stuff because I write it down while you're not looking. And uh, <laughs> I've seen you. I've seen you writing it down. <laughs> <laughs> okay five human values good yeah tell tell me what those are and why why it matters Ooh, how much time do we have today you have uh three minutes and 20 seconds (laughs) so the five human values if i remember them it's um trying to get the order it's uh truth righteousness peace love and in terms uh ahimsa which translates into nonviolence, but i think that's a really crappy translation i i think i think it's more like ahimsa to me is more like divine love so what's interesting about those is one leads to the other and it's but it's almost like a circle circle of values that doesn't matter where you jump in on the circle, it'll lead to the rest. Mm. But for me, I jumped in at truth. Mm. And truth, the the truth that then opened me into the rest of the values was the truth of the oneness of all things. Mm. Not reporting that you ate five cupcakes when you ate five cupcakes instead of saying you ate four <laughs> it's the truth truth of the oneness of all things that all there is is god and by for me by contemplating that spending a few minutes every day just contemplating that looking you know looking around at the trees and people just think oh my god this is just all god this is all god there's nothing mm. separate here it begins yeah. to purify the heart right it begins to change how you feel about the other right the other the the concept of the other begins to be diminished and it starts to feel more like part of you right so then that leads to righteousness so truth the the hindu term was uh truth is um satya then uh righteousness is dharma uh peace is um shanti uh then uh um peace love uh gosh what's any word for love i forgot and then the last one himself so so righteousness so the truth then truth practicing truth then for me led led to righteousness which is not self-righteousness right which everybody wants to be self-righteous but righteousness is then beginning act from the promptings of that 
purified heart. So you could say, when you act from the promptings of the purified heart, you're actually starting to let God move you in your life. That's true righteousness. True righteousness is hearing the promptings of God within you and doing it. That's the highest mm -hmm. level of, of righteousness, mm -hmm. right? Heart, heart, hand, heart, head, God, uh, heart, head, hands. Yeah, yeah. So truth, the contemplation of the one, oneness of all things pur helped purify my heart, which then allowed me to hear the voice of God more powerfully. And then when I began to act on that, right, would lead to peace, <clears throat> right? But this is not, you know, when you ask most people if they ever felt peace, everybody's going to say yes. But really what most people mean is, yes, there's times they haven't been aggravated. <laughs> right. In comparison to my misery. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. There's a couple of times I haven't been aggravated. That's not peace. Peace is a positive emotional state. It's a positive energetic state of just like a, a quiet joyfulness, right? Where you just feel this, this kind of stillness in joy. That's, that's, you know, the, what does the Bible said? peace that transcends all understanding right it's it's a it's a state so contemplating oh. truth right leads to a cleaning of the heart and when you begin to act from that promptings of a cleaner heart you begin to feel peace and where you start to feel peace the next thing that flows from that is you start to feel divine love for mm -hmm. other beings love mm -hmm. naturally flows from that right and when you have a heart from which divine love is naturally flowing that leads to ahimsa which the, the translation is nonviolence, which i think is just a stupid translation i i just not happy with that at all but i think what it leads to is this intent may all the beings in all the worlds be happy it, it it's 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 an intention that you would love to see all the other aspects of God find their way home to where they begin to feel that joy and peace of, mm. of the infinite creator. So mm. that's the circuit. That's the circuit. But, you know, let's just say for women, they may, may more naturally uh, be able to jump in at love. Well, if they then operate from love and begin to expand that out, right, that it's not just a familial thing, just love mm. your family, expand it out when you start to feel love for others, right, a, a divine love, then that will start to bring peace in your heart. And then uh, and then when you have that peace in your heart, you, you'll more clearly hear the promptings in your heart to do what's right. And as you do what's right, then... Um, then um, uh, you begin to feel the oneness of all things. So then that's truth. So I think at any point you have a natural tendency, you can jump in at and understand that that's a circuit. I would say it's a, it's a, it's a blended circuit of vibratory circuits of consciousness that leads to, I would say, more complete awakening to who you truly are. Mm that that we and who we truly are is the one who we one. truly are is is we're we're an extended piece of god into this lower vibratory state 
you know, to for for the infinite creator, the infinite creator is experiencing life as us, right? And that's the game. He extends himself out into wherever he extends himself out. And as we we have to lower frequency to to merge into a physical universe. And then the game is to uh, raise your frequency back up and and be able to merge back home. Yep. You know, so, and, and like I said, that might be a cycle that goes on forever. Right. As long as we want to play that game, I guess. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> so, so in in our particular experience, because so sure, so I am. Uh, it's not necessarily me experiencing God; it's God experiencing me, which is kind of mind blowing. And I can hold that. Well, and God is experiencing as you. Not so much God experiencing you, right? But yeah, God yeah, yeah. experiencing uh, as you, right? Yeah, yeah. As uh, like uh, I am the the sensory organ that God has to experience this yeah. kind of yeah, this kind of, of little little ex experiential blip right here. Yeah, for fun. Yeah, got it. And love. I I think I think uh, I I like what Nancy Dannison said. God is infinitely loving and infinitely curious. Mm. I think that's, you know, for our limited ability to comprehend the infinite creator in this particular state we're in, I think that's a that's a pretty good little elevator. What do they call that elevator? Uh, elevator pitch. Elevator pitch. <laughs> that's a pretty good little elevator pitch for me anyway to describe how I perceive the infinite creator is just infinite love and infinitely curious so i want to know uh tell me about the peace or the relief that it gave you when you realized there is no david and if you could tie it into this progression and the oneness and and what it alleviated what did it alleviate for you to realize there is no david and what what that even means i think that fits well well the change that that brought about in me was um, up until then, I was, uh, I got to back it up a little bit of, of being on the spiritual path. On the spiritual path is a concept is I'm here. And I need to arrive at some other place where I'm, I don't know, perfect or whatever, right? So it it it, it leaves you leaves me at least with a sense of incompleteness. That a potential, a wonderful potential that's out there somewhere. I'm not quite sure how that will feel or what that will look like. But that's my destiny, and I have to make that effort um, to get there. So it's 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 making making that effort and keep searching and looking for, and then observing myself. And and I, I, I at that point, I had well a some vague model of what God was. And then I would compare myself to that model. And of course, 
obviously feeling like I'm falling way, way, way short, but with the hope that that uh, as I keep working at it, I'll get closer and closer to that mark. So it's always a sense of, you know, it's like taking a long trip and your kids in your backseat. Are we there yet? Are we there yet? Are we there yet? Are we there yet? You know, are we there yet? <laughs> I, I live that, by the way. That's my life. Yeah, yeah are we there yet? <laughs> yeah. So, so in a sense, that was me within myself, you know, not, yeah. but I, I wasn't saying am I there? Because I knew I'm not there. Well, I'm not there yet. I'm not there yet. I'm not there yet. I'm not there yet. <clears throat> Right. And then uh, I told you when I was studying with Yogananda, I just gave up because I the harder I tried, the, the worse the, felt like I was going more and more backwards. So I just mm. despaired and gave up. Whereas with Baba, it gave me hope again. Mm. But even so, there were still levels of that still imprinted in my consciousness at some level where it was still like, well, I'm not there yet. Right now, I'm closer. Now I, I have hope. I feel like I can do it, but I'm not. I'm not there yet. So one of the things, one of the actual instructions Baba gave me physically when I had a a, a interview with him, because most of my communication with with my teacher was within, as promptings in my heart and my mind. Right. Yeah. And then he would give me external confirmations that yes, I was indeed hearing him and getting communication he would he would confirm it externally so i knew it wasn't just imagination right so that's what you got to be careful of with all this stuff that you're not just running away with imagination right mm -hmm. it's a it's a real it's a real hazard for a lot of people so one of the things he had actually physically told me he goes you have to say i'm god it's like okay so i did that for about a year not not re I didn't really, really work super hard on it because I tried for a little while and it's just like, not wasn't even close. It's like when I was first teaching you how to punch. I mean, you, you had nothing. Don't bring me in. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so uh, by the way, it hits super hard now. So just don't mess with them. But anyway, um, I try it and I couldn't feel any traction in it at all. You, you know what I mean? It, it wasn't like, oh, yeah, yeah, no, I'm feeling a little bit. It's like nothing. It's like nothing. I'm God, I'm God, I'm God. It's like nothing, just nothing. So I learned a long time ago that if you got it right, even a little bit of practice, you begin to see immediate effects. And if you don't see a little bit of immediate effects in a fairly short period of time, you can do it a thousand years, nothing's going to happen, right? <laughs> it's like it's like I tell people weight training. I said, if you're not getting a little stronger every week, when do you think it's going to happen? The night before Christmas, you know, a 50-pound increase on your bench press is going to drop in your lap? Right. But you see guys over and over, keep doing the same workout over and over, not getting any stronger. It's like... So when do you think this strength is going to drop in your lap, right? It's insanity, actually, mm. right? So I wasn't getting any traction at all on it. So it's like, I'm... Nah. No traction from saying, I am God. I am God, none. You're like, I'm oh. not God, I'm God, I'm God. Oh, yeah, no, God. it's just zero. Yeah. So, but I went back, I think it was a year later, and I was walking around the ashram which is like huge. It was like the size of a big modern university campus. 
Yeah, this is in India, correct? India, yeah, in India. And all of a sudden, what came to me from within was like, okay, if I'm God's not working for you, flip the coin, try it the other way. There is no David. And all of a sudden, man, it just clicked. It just clicked and boom. I mean, it just hit me like like a ocean of of awakening. That the reason I am God wasn't working for me is I was basically saying David is God. The I that <laughs> I say we all know is not true. <laughs> <laughs> I'll vouch for that. <laughs> the I that I was saying I am God was as Baba would say, he says, he goes, You have the three selves, the self you think you are, the self everyone else thinks you are, and the self you truly are. So really. That means there's only one self and the two other selves is just an illusion. So I was saying the illusion I have of who I am, David, is God. And it's like the, the analogy is like saying the ocean fits into a cup. Yeah, it's, Every aspect of your being goes, that's the stupidest thing I've ever heard. The ocean will not fit into the You can get a cup of the ocean, but the whole ocean does not fit in the cup. So I was basically saying... The whole ocean fits in the cup. The whole ocean fits in the cup. The whole ocean fits in the cup. And every part of me going, yeah, that's that's not right. That's just not right. <clears throat> so basically what this said is, uh, how about this? There's no cup. Mm. There's no cup. All there is is ocean. So that, that just... So I told you when my friend said, David, you cannot not be God, that kind of got me off the spiritual path. That The spiritual path kind of evaporated at that point. But this was like, I think, kind of finished off a lot of the remnant of the spiritual path. It's like, there's no David. The, 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 the being that you, the cup, that you thought you are is an illusion. There's no David. There never has been a David. And whatever physical life I have before David or after David, that's not the ocean either. That's just a cup. Mm. A cup is necessary to have a physical life. But, but you have to understand you are not the cup. You're not the cup. You're a part of the infinite, infinite creator. So that, now when I, when that hit me, it makes it much easier when I say, if I say I am God, even, even to this day though, I'm God, just it's, it feels uncomfortably tight fit for me just because I think yeah. I've so but, ingrained a concept of God within me from many lifetimes. That's too stinking small. Yeah, and the, and the person I've heard the person, our person, the thing that we most likely identify with, it's just a bundle of habits and desires and thoughts. That's right. Well, that's it's just it, it's, it's made of as made of nothing is what it's made, made out of. Nothing. Right. So I, I like David Ike's his version of saying I'm God. Now he didn't say this is his version of saying I'm God, but I realized it's his version of saying I'm God. He said. I'm infinite consciousness having a human experience. To me, that's a beautiful way of saying I am God. Because for me, I feel that. I feel that. I am infinite consciousness 
having a human experience it's like you know that that yeah. you can you you can do whatever variation of that you resonate more with i am i am i am silence i'm perfect silence yeah having a human experience i am bliss i'm immortal bliss having a human experience i'm love i'm divine love that exists in the hearts of all beings that exists in the in the very atoms having a human consciousness so those are all to me slight different ways of saying god i mean how are you gonna how are you gonna fit god into one little word unless you you already have a deep understanding of that but you could say god is infinite consciousness god is immortal immortal consciousness that has always been always will be god is infinite love god is peace god is joy god is bliss right so all those are just to me You know, it's like you're going to describe ice cream. If a person's had ice cream, you can say ice cream, and they get it. But I've never had ice cream and go, well, it, it's cold, and it's kind of creamy, and sometimes it's sweet, and sometimes it's a little chocolatey, right? So you can use a bunch of different words to describe it, that when you pile them all together, it gives a person at least some better idea rather than just saying ice cream. Yeah. So to me, or that's... That's describing color to a blind person. Yeah, right. How do you do that? Right, right. It right. feels like uh, a straw. Yeah. yeah. Right, right, right. So, so to me, that's what there is no David did for me. It, it just broke down that primal misunderstanding of who I was. I mean, it's just it's just you, you, you can't really help it if you're coming up from yeah. lower consciousness when when you say how are you you're not you're not thinking you don't slip into thinking of because your your infinite consciousness you think of javon well javon woke up this morning and his little boys annoyed him right away and, and then <laughs> my maybe, teachers maybe, yeah, maybe had breakfast or didn't have breakfast so yeah. when i say you that's immediately where your yeah mind goes right well, but but once you begin to understand this, then I think you begin to tap into that. Who am I? Who am I really? Right. And then I, I love it too, because um, to feel like I need to progress, right. Like you had said, uh, I need to get to this end that I, I don't know where that is, but I know I'm not there. Like that kind of feeling. There. the personality doesn't get there ever. Never. It never, never gets there. So to have that idea, I'm going to be suffering forever because that's a goal that's unattainable. That's, unattainable. That's exactly right. And so I can I can actually flip that and start to observe and appreciate and love my body for being what it is and you know appreciate the personality. What a clever invention. And appreciate this mind that's such an incredible tool. And yeah, just for what it is. It's not, I don't have to change it. Well, I think one of the best ways to flip it is to do something like I'm infinite consciousness, having a human experience, and just take your attention to higher, higher expanded realities, and then look back at Javon and go, I, you know, Javon's pretty nice little creation for me to experience this human life in. And I appreciate the body. I appreciate the parents of this body. I appreciate its quirks, right? And, uh, 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 
and be grateful for it and be able to look at it from a, 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 a more a higher level of consciousness which then puts it into perspective so you don't say i am javon anymore you can say yes i'm 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 right, infinite right. consciousness having a javon experience a javon flavored experience and right. i'm grateful for that i can i can appreciate the crazy dream i had of trying to have the personality be something it's not right kind of like a dream i had a dream i'm not going to beat myself up or turn myself into jail because in my dream i killed somebody yeah. I, don't have to, I have to put so much weight on on these things it becomes less important it becomes less important you're not seeking perfection you're not seeking to turn something you're more forgiving of the composite experience you're having as as soul and human together you're much more forgiving of that and because you're more forgiving of that it gets back to what we were talking about last time it allows for greater evenness of mind and the greater evenness of mind actually allows you to express divinity more and more and more in this composite life yeah whereas if that pendulum of your mind is constantly swinging it makes it impossible because the moment you fail then you're upset about your failure and then you're upset that you're upset and that leads to more upset so the pendulum you know you'll have it just swings back and forth your whole life whereas if it's like yeah it's okay you know i guess you could say that's for you become more understanding and more forgiving of yourself and others which is an aspect of divine love right it's 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 uh it's like the story of the woman caught in uh adultery brought to jesus right and uh so there's two parts of that story one is all these guys you know he's he said okay fine yeah you, if the law says you got a stoner i get it that's fine but whoever among you has no sin go ahead and throw the first stone so they stepped up they figured well nobody knows i'm gonna hit her with a stone and this is where your casey gave the rest of the story that's not in the bible the bible says jesus just started drawing in the sand well what he was doing was writing the secret sins of each guy that stepped forward and when he when they saw he knew they dropped the stone and left right so pretty soon there's nobody left so mm. that's part one of the story right part two of the story is how compassionate he was towards you he goes woman he goes does nobody condemn you and she goes no master they all left and he goes well neither do i condemn you just just go and just do better just do better right mm. so i mean that's 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 the divine compassion that's appropriate for i think for those of us that are trying you know, if you got somebody being deliberately evil, Jesus was really pretty rough on those that were being deliberately evil, right? But for those that are doing their best, it's like, yeah, it's just, just, yeah, just try a little harder, just do a little better. <laughs> that's you know, right. And that's the attitude you have to have for yourself and for others. You know, don't you don't don't expect perfection. I mean, you shoot for perfection as as a as a as a possibility as a goal, but be passionate with yourself and others for our shortcomings because as a composite being it's uh it's rough mm. 
All right. Well, if you're going to wrap this up on, on what, how can I take this away? Right. Uh, realizing that I'm, I'm not the personality, but you know, there is an experience happening and there is this progression of human values that all uh, hope seems to end eventually in culminate in unity, right? Which is the only reality there, there is only, you know, God is, and then all well, the, so uh, what do I do with this information on a daily so day? So first of all, the hope that it will culminate in some unity, that's, that's already part of the illusion. You already are. You already are. <laughs> you already are. The rest is the experience of life, right? So I would say um, one of the things, just, just remember if you've had kids, right, or you've been around, or you have nephews, or, you know, just remember when they're trying to learn how to walk. Can you imagine if they take their first step and they fall down and you scream at them? Like, you're so stupid. What's wrong with you? It's just walking. It's not that hard. Do it again, right? I mean, everyone's horrified when I say that. It's like nobody with any type of heart at all. So that's whatever. not a good parenting tactic. You can't even that think is. that, right? So yeah. you just realize that you and everybody else were learning how to walk spiritually in a sense. Right. So how many times did that baby have to fall and stumble and get up and try again? But eventually that kid's charging around. You can't even catch them anymore. They get so fast. Right. So it's the same thing with spiritual growth. I mean, just have that same compassion for yourself and others. Just as you stumble, you just encourage yourself, encourage others. Get up, try it again. You can do it. You can do it. Come on, take another step. You can do it. Right. And I think when you look at it that way, you'll have closer to a divine attitude towards your own shortcomings and the shortcomings of others. Like, yeah, okay, all right, you stumbled. Are you going to stay there the rest of your life? You're going to stay there on your butt all the day? Are you going to get back up again? Yeah. Yeah, come on, get back up. Try it again. Try it again. Okay, you took two steps and you fell on your butt. Yay, yay. You took two steps. Yay. You know, you ever had a baby? They're so, they're so excited when you for being able to walk and you well, know you right. praise them they get so excited and yeah some are really bold they don't care how many times they fall and some are a little more cautious but they all get there and a good parent will just constantly give positive reinforcement right so i mean that's you got to look at yourself in that way just because you're an adult now you think you can yell and scream at yourself and be hard on yourself and others that's you're still a baby for god's sake you're a spiritual baby right in a sense, you're already God, but in a sense, we're, we're still a spiritual baby trying to integrate higher and higher levels of consciousness into this physical experience. So, you, you know, give yourself a break. Give others a break. You know, uh, Jesus said, judge not, lest you be judged by that same measurement, right? So just, just extend compassion to others, extend compassion to yourself. And just the world just becomes a, just a, a better place. And you end up, you know, the baby will end up being able to run faster with positive encouragement than if you start screaming at him every time he stumbles. You may just right. completely give up and just say, screw it, I'm not even going to try, right? right? So it's the same thing with us spiritually. It's just, just the more compassion you have towards yourself, forgiveness for your mistakes. There's no, I just tell you right now, there's no way to get through this life without making a whole bunch of mistakes. So get over it. Give yourself a break. Give others break a break, and just uh, 
just continue to do the best you can and and realize that it's at some level you're you're not in any danger i mean this is the problem to me with a, a lot of the traditional religions is you're in real danger you mm. f up too much you're gonna burn in hell forever <laughs> you imagine you told a kid that it's like you know yeah. i'm gonna give you four more chances you fall down one more time i'm gonna beat you with this stick till you bleed yeah that's a lot of pressure to learn how to walk under right right what kid would do it or what kid would not be just become a complete psychopath nutcase under that pressure yep right so i mean that's that's craziness it's like yeah just try again that's all it's not a failure until you accept it as failure and you quit trying just get up try it again and and extend that love and compassion encouragement to other people to the best of your ability when it's appropriate i mean if the guy's just deliberately being evil well you got to oppose them right but if people are trying they're trying and not trying like a kid you know the kid that you say well i don't want you to, don't push your brother anymore and he pushes again he goes oh i'm sorry i'm sorry sorry and he, he goes don't do it anymore he pushes him again deliberately and he says sorry 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 and he's doing it deliberately. He just figures he can get out of it. Sorry. All right. That's that's not sincere. That's just manipulation. Right? right. So it's the same with people. People are deliberately doing bad stuff and they're just trying to manipulate. You don't put up with that at all. Right. But if people are truly trying, including yourself, if you're truly trying, you just, just okay. Okay. Yeah. Well, what you do wrong, how could you do better next time? You know. What, what mistake do I keep playing over and over? You know, look at, well, I keep doing this, that. Well, try it a different way. Try it a different way and see if that works, right? So just just keep trying and be encouraging and be positive with yourself and others. And and that that allows for the greatest progress, you know, when it's just you have a sense of humor, a little bit of compassion, and just it's not, you don't look at it like, oh, if I fail, I'm bad. No. Yeah. 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 All right. All right. Time's up. Time's up. Past time. Thank you very much, David. Thank you, my friend.